Hello, and welcome to another episode of Joyful Recovery in Christ, a podcast dedicated to Christians in recovery. While we use the traditional 12 steps as a guide, we clearly define Jesus Christ as our higher power. In fact, the highest power. And we base our recovery on a vibrant faith in Jesus. One thing is certain, in Christ there is joyful recovery from whatever you're facing today. I'm your host, Pastor Jim. Today we're continuing with our current series that we're calling The Walk. One of the reasons for this series of teachings is this. When a person takes their third step, that is when they make a decision to turn their will and their life over to God's care, it's of the utmost importance for that person to know who this God really is to whom they're turning over their will in their life. For example, I'm not going to turn my will in life over to the care of any politician, no matter which side of the aisle they may support. And I'm not going to turn my will in life over to the care of any religious leader, no matter how charismatic that leader may seem. If I'm going to turn my will and life over to any being, I'm going to need to be convinced of that being's trustworthiness, without which I may as well trust myself like I used to when I was practicing my addictions. That's why we've initiated this series called The Walk. It's absolutely critical that we understand God as he is revealed in the pages of the Bible. And that's why we began the walk by establishing first that the Bible is in fact God's word given to us humans. The Bible is inspired, it's infallible, and it's trustworthy. Thus, the Bible is our major source of knowledge regarding the characteristics of God. And one of the most important characteristics is that God is revealed as a trinity. That is, God is one God, but expressing in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, up to this point, we've been discussing God the Father. Today, we turn our attention to God the Son. The Bible teaches that the second person of the Trinity took on human flesh in the little town of Bethlehem. This newborn baby was fully human, just like you and me. But this baby was also fully God, just like the Father. Jesus was the Messiah whom God had promised to send to his people centuries before. And that fact is easily verified by the 300-plus Old Testament Messianic prophecies that find their fulfillment in the life of Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus also claimed to be God. He made statements like, I and the Father are one, and he who has seen me has seen the Father. Listen to this passage from the book of John. Quote, Jesus said, 
I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know his commands lead to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. Close quote. Because he is God, Jesus was able to lead a perfect and sinless life on our behalf. Because he is man, he was able to be the perfect, sinless sacrifice for sin. Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. His lifeless body was placed in a tomb. On the third day, just as he had predicted, his resurrected and glorified body came forth from that tomb, alive, never to die again. It has been estimated that God makes nearly 7,500 promises in the Bible. But the most amazing promise is this. For those who are trusting Christ to take them to heaven, God promises to raise them up on the last day. God promises to give them a new resurrection body. And God promises to live with them forever. Friend, this is the God to whom we turn over our will and our life. The God of love. The Apostle John defined love this way. Quote, this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Close quote. Our recovery begins with the admission of our powerlessness. It continues with our belief that through God we can be restored to sanity. And our recovery is given Holy Spirit power when we make that decision to turn our will and our life over to God's care. The God who loves us. The God who punished his only begotten son in our place. So God could declare sinful believers sinless. The God who forgives and forgets our sins and removes them from us as far as the east is from the West. The removal of our sin was only possible because of the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ. Knowing what we know about God and about his Son, why would anyone hesitate to put Jesus first in their life? Listen to how the Apostle Paul answers that specific question in the second letter to the Corinthian church. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Close quote. But God has given you your spiritual sight just as surely as Jesus restored physical sight to blind Bartimaeus. And that's all based on God's grace. As the hymn tells us, 
quote, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see, close quote. Well, friend, that's all for today. Next time, we'll be discussing more about God the Son. Please join us as we continue our walk with God in our recovery. This is your host, Pastor Jim, wishing you God's richest blessings.